This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. was many years ago in the time of the Bible that they took him up to Calvary. Calvary. They could have let him go, but instead they chose Barabbas just to set another criminal free. When they crucified the ever-loving can master with compassion flowing from his eyes. Well, he said to a thief who was begging him for mercy that today I live in paradise. Mm, And I'm I'm saying like the criminal on the cross. Praise God, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm no more to suffer loss. Well, he said I live in paradise. And he's taking care of the cost. Hallelujah, I'm saved. I'm saved. Like the criminal on the cross. Well, on the judgment day, when all the people gather around him and they wait to hear what he will declare, what there will never ever be more intense anticipation that has ever happened anywhere. Anyway. When they call my name to defend my reputation, there is only one thing I can say. I'm a wretch, I'm a worm, I'm a no-good sinner, but he said I'll save you anyway. Oh, and I'm saved, I'm saved. like the criminal on the cross. Praise God, I'm saved. I'm saved. No more to suffer loss. Well, he said I'd live in paradise. And he's taken care of the cost. Hallelujah, I'm saved. I'm saved. Like the criminal on the cross. Well, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved through Jesus. I am saved. Jesus, I am saved. Well, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. His mercy showed the way. Mercy showed the way. Well, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. No more for me to say. No more for me to say. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved in paradise today. Was many years ago in the time of the Bible that they took him up to Calvary. They could have let him go, but instead they chose Barabbas just to set another criminal free. Just to say when they crucified the ever-loving can master with compassion flowing from his eyes. Well, he said to a thief who was begging him for mercy that today I live in paradise. Oh, and I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved like the criminal on the cross. Praise God, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. No more to suffer loss. Well, he said I'd live in paradise. And he's taken care of the cost. Hallelujah, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. Like the criminal on the cross. I'm saved. Like the criminal on the cross. Praise God, I'm saved. I'm saved. No more to suffer loss. Well, he said I'd live in paradise. And he's taken care of the cost. Hallelujah, I'm saved. I'm saved. Like the criminal on the cross. I'm saved. I'm saved. Like the criminal on the cross. Your feet won't fit all shoes, so get the right fit for your feet. 
Your eyes can't see beyond your reality. So see with your mind. You can't get the power with knowledge. So use your imagination. Your path leads your destination. So know your path. Your lifestyle is the mirror of your mind. So change your mind. Your world will change when you change. So change first. Your actions can't be better than your thoughts. So think the worthwhile. Your associations are a reflection of your inner being. So change it. Your goods will never be enough. So be content first and always. Your image would always be in the mirror. So be yourself. Your ears won't stop hearing words. So see what you hear. Your hands won't reach all at a time. So be in his outstretched arms. Let God triumph in you. Be blessed. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to search you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to search yourself. And then, ask Him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Bell Dollarville. as we present you a discussion on the topic office automation. This is the second part of the discussion office automation. Yeah, okay. and also an, an, an additional issue is one of the major issues to office automation tools uh, in, in, which cuts across boards is the issue of corruption. 
Ah, okay. Now in Ghana we have a major uh, prob- uh, we are facing a major crisis due to corruption in offices. Now when you have these automated tools in place, some of these uh, tools enable you to uh, do things orderly and in a uh, first come first serve basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Because well, for example, you are processing someone's information or document. Let's say at the uh, in a government institution or even let's take you are registering a student is registering yeah. okay now if you have these automated tools that you can just quickly enter the student's information the student or the student can even apply online and enter his, his or her information directly into the system it's helpful and it helps the student avoid and know that the information that he or she has submitted is in the system but with corruption because of corruption they put a hole to it and they had, had that human interference there that allows somebody to manipulate that automated process so that the person can get an extra or gain something extra out of it because he more or less puts a halt to the automated process for you to do something before he intervenes for it to produce. It is one of the major challenges to office automation in Ghana. Okay, but the, the automation, are there no specific people who handle that in a, in a workplace? It depends. It depends on the system being automated. Say the situation where someone has to be registered or say, okay, a student's registering online. Now, after he registers online and then he submits, there's someone that receives, it goes into the system, all right, but then the system administrator would have to check and then if he has other things to do, that submits the student's name to another department and then yes, he has to do the clicking and then whatnot. But in a situation where after registering, it goes directly to the office that it's supposed to go to and then yes, it's, that's, that's a straightforward automation. But it depends on the situation where the system automation is. Okay. Yeah. And to add to what, you like he said, it, it depends on the type of system. Now usually when we talk about office automation, it, we are usually restricted to the office tools that is available like word processing Excel spreadsheets and all that but it cuts across mm-hmm. office automation is just uh, creating a system that will manage the day to day activity of an office or a department in an organization Okay, and sometimes some of these can be a custom uh, system like a, uh, a banking, an accounting system that helps you to manage your accounting information transactions instead of using the manual spreadsheet books that people use back in the days. Okay, uh, gentlemen, let's look at the limitations of this office automation. Okay, we reference to the office suits, I mean tools being used for creating your own messages and then the rest. If an organization is not willing to invest in the full package of the software that they are using as on a test. Like they initially get the software just to test it for their office automation. It becomes a problem because at the end of the day, people will not really get used to it after the test. That's depending on whether the management decides to get a system or not. Now, the, the, the software or whatever it is now from a definition if there's a definition I have here yeah. now it says it refers to a varied computer machinery and software used to digitally create collect store manipulate and relay office information needed for accomplishing basic tasks now in terms in terms of earlier on Mr. Amano mentioned corruption now in a situation where the software being bought by any organization at all 
would manipulate data, store data, and then collect data, and then create it on its own. Now, it's like taking a job from someone who has been earning some side coins in creating the whatever data, and then collecting and manipulating it himself. That's using it. Now, one, that person will do everything possible. I'm taking it from this. That person becomes a limitation. Now, in that sense, it becomes a problem. So those are, in terms of people, people could be limitations to office automation. So yes, that's number two. Yeah. Okay. Um, when we talk about limitations of office automations, we are looking at um, things that office automation cannot complete. And that is, one of them is the human element in the um, in processing documents. Okay. Now, these human beings, you need some of these office automation tools requires the highly uh, disintentical people. With here in Ghana, those people who evolve in these tools are expensive to maintain. And right now, currently in Ghana, especially when it comes to IT guys, they move from job to job looking for the most recreative business. So if you don't provide them with the necessary funding and the necessary financial incentive, you might lose them. Then also, you can also look at the expenses involved in maintaining some of these automation tools. Because day in and day out, we live in a digital world whereby everything keeps on upgrading. And here in Ghana, we don't invest much into office automation tools because they do not yield a lot of results to, like, we don't readily gain direct benefits from them. Okay, it's only in the highly corporate environment whereby you are able to recoup see the essence of these automated systems. But in most medium to small scale businesses, these also office automation tools do not provide direct benefit to them. It's more expensive for them to maintain them rather than to so what are the indirect benefits then? Indirect benefits. Indirect benefits, some of them, is, uh, it makes work easy. Time saving. And it, it saves time. For example, instead of writing a letter or, let's say, instead of filling, uh, let's say you have a clientele and they need to, you need to enter their information into the system. Now, instead of you giving them forms for them to fill and storing those forms in an archive, you can just digitally input their information into the system. That allows you for quick search of the documents. Let's say you want to pull out an employee record. You just type in, you just do a query in the database and you're able to view that uh, employee or client record. And that is one direct benefit from it. It saves time. You have been listening to a discussion on the topic office automation. This episode of Tech Talk was aired and recorded on the 24th April 2014. A continuation will be brought to you later. Any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback.
心真，心真在 feeling men's hearts with fear. Freedom we all dear now is at stake. Humbling your hearts to God, chasing the chasing rod. Seek the way, seek the way, pilgrims trod. Christians awake. My Jesus is coming soon. Morning or night, and many will be there. Trumpets will sound, and all of the dead shall rise. Righteous meet in the sky. I'm going where no one dies. Heavenward bound. Well, troubles will soon be o'er. Happy forevermore. When we meet on that shore, free from all care. Rising up in the sky, telling this world goodbye. Homeward we then will fly, glory to share. My Jesus is coming soon, morning or night or noon. And many will meet there, doom. Trumpets will sound, and all of the dead shall rise. Righteous meet in the skies, going where no one dies, heavenward bound. Jesus is coming soon. Morning or night or noon, you know that many will meet there. Trumpets will sound. Welcome to the moment of truth. I'm your humble servant, Odubright Texan, from Valleyview University School of Theology and Mission. I share with you a sermon entitled "Wake Up Christians," and the key text is carefully taken from Romans 13 verses 11, and I pick it from King James Version. That end. That knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. We all know we can see. Time tells us we can see from televisions, we can see from the skies. All indications on our earth tells us that time is no more. All that were spoken concerning the end of time. In Matthew chapter twenty-four, verses twenty-four to twenty-seven, and I pick it again that for there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders 
in so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. That is the 24. And the verse 25 says, Behold, I have told you before, Christ told us to be well abreast with time, to be conscious with time, to be aware of whatever is going on. Verse 26, 27 says, For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. The text makes it clear that it's not going to be any secret. It will be seen everywhere when Christ comes. When we go back to the key test, that is Romans 13, 11, and proceed to verses 13, 14, that let us walk honestly, as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. Make not provision for the flesh to, f- to fulfill the last thereof. Yes, Christians claim to be waiting on this day, yet not honest to the Lord in all situations. When we talk about people who like Christians are there, sometimes we may want to even take the lead of that group. Fornication, drunkenness, which of these wrong things can we exclude Christians? Remember that we will witness the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. From Revelation 1, 7, that behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierce him, and all kindled of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. Yes, it's not going to be any secret thing. So we should be preparing. We should have this in mind, wherever that we go. And when this happens, what is going to be your fate? For that day will be a joyous moment for some people, and to others the saddest of all. Paul advises the Thessalonians. In the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 7 to 8. I'll pick it again from King James Version. That, and to you who are troubled, rest with us, when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his Mighty angels in flame and fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul was advising the Thessalonians to come with them, to come and reason up with them, to come and then remain focused with them, to wait for the soon coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This morning, I also advise you to come and reason with me, to come and reason with Paul, come and reason with the people of Thessalonians for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He went on to admonish them in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 16 and 17. And it goes this way, that for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. That is the 16th part. The verse 17 proceeds that, Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them. 
in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. In fact, the Lord Jesus Christ will come. Everything, all indications, pinpoint his second coming. He went on again, proceeding to 1 Thessalonians chapter, the same verse 4, 20, chapter 4, 22 to 23, that we should abstain from all appearance of evil. Yes, we kill, we don't care, but we still call ourselves Christians. The verse 23 says that, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, this was the words that Paul gave to the Thessalonians. The mood that he wanted them to find themselves awaiting the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, I also entice you, I also welcome you with this words. That we should continue to let these words continue to motivate us. Let these words continue to be in our heart, our mind. It should continue to hunt us wherever that we go. It should continue to draw us very close to our Lord Jesus Christ. And prepare us all for his soon coming. So that when the days are no more. And he's coming to gather his elects. Because you and I have been faithful to him. By his grace we shall be partakers of his kingdom. May the Lord God be gracious to you to decide for him. May you remain blessed in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Father we pray. That this words that has come to us by your grace help us to be able to be the doers of these words, even as you prepare us all for your soon coming. In the mighty name of Jesus, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or plus 233-244-235-017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF595. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. AWR Ghana Voice of Hope I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>